Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Dan's Miscellaneous Ramblings, episode 304. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about forklifts. I was about to say something and then I realized I don't actually have a cold open for this one. So, <laughs> sucks. Uh, anyway, we're talking about forklifts. Because I have discovered that it costs about 50 US dollars to become forklift certified. And this, apparently $50 is like the limit of which I'm willing to spend on something completely stupid. Because I also, I haven't done it. Let's just, let's get this start, started with this. I am not currently forklift certified. But like, I also want to pay the, what, like 48 US dollars to buy a square foot of land in Scotland to legally gain the title of Lord. So imagine... Imagine I walk into a room, because remember, I'm already an ordained minister, so I'm already a reverend. So I walk into a room, and they're like, oh, hey, what's your name? And I'm like, huh, nice to meet you. My name is Lord Reverend Dan, middle name, last name, um, forklift certified. Can you imagine how cool I'd look? Everyone would be swooning over me just for my forklift certification and lordship. Like, that is who I want to be. I want to be Lord Reverend Dan Forklift Certified. That's who I want to be. But, of course, you might not know what a forklift is. A forklift, of course, if you somehow don't know, is a small powered industrial truck. Um, it's technically a truck, uh, even though it's, you know, it fits one person and it kind of looks like a really tall go-kart, go um, but it's got a, it's got two little arms that uh, you can like slide under things and then raise and lower things in order to carry very large amounts of boxes and like put them on high shelves and stuff. There's apparently seven classes and three types so uh, we're just going to, I'm going to look at these things because I don't know much about forklifts. All I know is I want to be forklift certified. Seven different classes. Class one, this according to thebalancesmb.com or the balance small business, maybe. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so the, basically here's some forklift things. What, class one electric motor rider trucks so like they've got apparently cushion or pneumatic tires which i didn't even know a pneumatic tire was a thing pneumatic tire what is a pneumatic tire uh similar to your regular car truck tires most commonly used outdoors two types solid pneumatics and air pneumatics filled with either air or the solid ones are rubber Okay, so they're just tires. Uh, okay. Cool. Then what's a cushion tire? Cushion tire. A cushion tire is... Smooth, solid rubber fitted around a metal band. They don't get the same level of traction as a pneumatic tire, particularly outdoors, but they are cheaper and easier to maintain. Oh, so, like, they're like a Lego tire is a cushion tire. All right? Hope that. And yes, I am a reverend. Uh, around September of last year, 
uh, I forget the exact date. I want to say like September 21st or something like that. No, it wasn't the 21st because I'd remember that because that'd be the 21st night of September. September 19th, I believe, was the date, but don't quote me on that. That, that might be wrong. I'm, that is completely being pulled out of my behind. Um, I became a reverend. Uh, it's really, really easy. I'm going to be real. Like, it is not an achievement to be a reverend, but you can add it onto your name legally. So when I sign things, if I want to be pretentious, I can I can do it. Uh, and you also, the only thing is you have to be 18. Um, so if you're not 18, it's not legally recognized. Uh, but other than that, I basically, I was like 17 and I was like, oh man, I want to be a reverend. Oh darn, I have to be 18. And then I forgot about it. And then in September, I remembered speedrun being a reverend uh i could do that but i'm already a reverend so i don't i don't know if they let you do it twice i could be a reverend with a bunch of different organizations uh, and churches and stuff i guess because do you get to add reverend to your name for each one you say that might be a thing i'm gonna google this but i'm probably not gonna get any results let's check um, can you add a title to your name multiple times? All right, let's check this. Uh, what's title jumping? Oh, that's vehicle titles. Oh, this is our call. No, okay. How do I? Because right now they're saying putting your name on a car tile title. That's not. Can you add a, uh, what do you call it? Um, like junior is a, it's not a suffix to a name. Is it a suffix to a name? No, it's not a suffix. Um, it's not prefix and suffix. Cause those are like parts of a word. Lord, yeah. Lord Reverend Reverend Dan Ram plus forklift approved or forklift certified, not approved. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about this. Anyway, the electric motor rider trucks are powered by industrial batteries and they're very versatile and found from loading dock to the storage facility. They're generally used in applications where air quality needs to be considered. There's also um, narrow aisle trucks, which are like thin, I think. They, they're designed to minimize the space occupied the truck and to improve speed and efficiency. So basically, if you're trying to race a... Uh, Race a forklifted NASCAR. This is the class you want. Class three is then the electric motor hand or hand rider trucks, which puts the operator in front of the truck and controls the lift through a steering tiller, apparently. Um, so, wait. I have to Google what a steering tiller is. A steering tiller. Oh, okay. That does not give me much... Oh, okay. So it looks like they sit in front of the tr of the. They sit in front of the forklift and then do it. Is it from the outside? I don't know. Whatever. I'm gonna keep going. Class four is internal combustion combustion engine trucks with cushion tires, and class five is then with pneumatic tires. The cushion tires are for smooth drive floors and. Um, they, they're useful in low clearance applications. The class five ones have pneumatic ones. So they have a large capacity range 
basically they can be found handling single pallet loads uh, loaded um Oh, they can be found handling small single pallet loads to loaded 40-foot containers. Jeez. That's a lot. Um, But they're also, like, they're internal combustion engines, so they don't run off green power, unlike the uh, the electrical ones can. Class 6 is the engine tractor ones. They can be internal combustion engine or battery-powered. Don't... I don't know what the difference... I know the difference between the two power sources are, but I don't know why the tractors get their own thing, but it's fine. Then seven's the rough terrain ones for like lumber yards, auto recyclers, that sort of thing. They have large flotation tires, which is kind of fun. I know you all care so much about uh, forklifts. Frankly, I care just as much as the average person about forklifts, but I care so much more than the average person about being forklift certified. I, I don't know why that is. Yes, there's more than one type. I've been telling you the seven classes of forklifts for like, okay, whatever. Um, there's also pallet jacks, which aren't really a forklift at all, but they have like, those are the ones where like you move them by hand. Um, technically they're a forklift, but like, and like because they have a pneumatic, uh, a, a traditional, not traditional, like an actual like lifting one has a pneumatic thing inside that can like move it up. Um, you might have seen them in like an Ace Hardware or uh, Home Depot or Lowe's. Where, what's the other hardware store? Menards. That's the other one, at least around me. Um. There's more than one. T- what do you mean? So eight? I mean, I'm not. I don't want to count the pallet ones. They're not. They're dumb. Oh, the tow tractors are. Oh, they're not even forklifts at all. These. That's just. That's. That's literally just something for dragging. And the stacker is all, also pretty much moved by hand. Maybe they have like a little motor in them. Okay, there's way too many types of forklifts. Ooh, there's the outdoor construction one, the one that, like, has the big crane that goes above it and, like, it's meant to bring things up, like, multiple stories. That's called a telehandler, which is pretty fun. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's the big boy. Itty bitty boy. Okay. Anyway. We're talking about tractors. Have you... Uh, not tractors. We're not talking about tractors. Oh no, what have I done? I'm a failure. Okay. No, I'm not a failure. I'm just differently successful. There, apparently there's a bunch of different names for forklifts according to Wikipedia. Also called a lift truck, a jitney, a fork truck, a fork hoist, or a forklift truck. A jitney. That sounds like another slur for British people. Which I personally support. I discovered something recently. Okay, music nerds. This is this is a tangentially related point about British people. Music nerds may know of uh, the like different types of notes, right? If you if you know anything about music theory, or you've ever like taken a band class or whatever, you've ever seen sheet music. You know there's different types of notes, and in American English. And British English, they're different names, okay? 
apparently Wally's name is also an insult for the British, which I personally support. Um, British accents are great, but it's really fun to make fun of the British. I'm sorry, British people. I've had British people on the show before, but like, I think I have at least. Has Nona been on the show? Like, actually talking? I know we've had Nona in the chat. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, note names, American versus British. Okay. So, basically, the Brits use these instrument note names that are, like, they come from Latin, whatever. They have, like, traditional, whatever. The U.S. has a much simplified version. It's basically, like, the U.K. has the imperial system in this case, and the U.S. has the metric system. Because the U.S. uses words like the whole note, the half note, the quarter note. And based on the time signature, you know what gets the beat, and you know, like, a half is bigger than a quarter. So a half note is long, twice as long as a quarter note. An eighth note is half as long as a quarter note. A sixteenth note is half as long as an eighth note. You just need to be able to do basic math, and you understand the U.S. system. Even if you need something bigger than a whole note, you just go double whole, because that's twice as big as a whole note. It's a base four, I think base four system, maybe not base two whatever it no it's not it's still base 10 because it's still base 10 numbers but yeah that's all you need to be able to do it's very very simple you don't even really need to know the numbers but like all you need to know is half note quarter note eighth note you just need to know that a half is bigger than a quarter is bigger than an eighth that's all you need to do to have american notes british english though here are some note names in british english so, a whole note in American English, the British word for it is a semi-breve. And that is because they're, they're, the original main note was the breve, which we now refer to as a double whole note, though I've never actually seen that. Um, a half note is known in British English as a minim. A quarter note is a crotchet which just feels like I shouldn't be saying it on my podcast. I feel like I should be bleeping that one out. And my personal favorite, an eighth note, is a quaver, which absolutely sounds like a slur for the British, which is even funnier. Um, then after quaver, they just get into semi-quaver, then demi-semi-quaver. Um, un- <laughs> what comes after demi-semi-quaver? Oh, is it a hemi-demi-semi-quaver? And after a hemi-demi-semi-quaver, it just says 256th note, because Wikipedia does not feel like... Wait, no, 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 that's not right. A hemi-demi-semi-quaver is only a 16th of a beat. So what's what's after a... Wait, no, what? Hold on. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Oh, a lot of different things are messing up right now. All right. This is awful. Re- trying to piece this together. The six, the Wikipedia is saying the 64th note is a hemi demi semi quaver, but Wikipedia note or not Wikipedia note. I'm just completely messing the, this up. Um, 
It's 256th note is also called a 256th note is also called a demi semi hemi demi semi quaver. Why? Why? This is I listen, I like the metric system better. I do. That the Brits got it right on that one. But this is the dumbest thing. And I knew I realize it comes they come from Latin. They're all fancy. But this is so Oh, I I just I like my half notes and eighth notes. You know what happens when you get a really small note? You can just say like a hundred twenty eighth note. You can just say two hundred fifty sixth note, and as long as, as you like know your base two, not base two. As long as you know your like two to the x, your your exponent, your powers of two, powers of two. That's what it is. It's just, what do you mean the the U.S. Canada and UK don't use them correctly. Whatever. I don't care. I do not care. I do not care. This is my podcast, and I am officially against British note names. I was talking to a British person, and we were having a debate, and I would like to read... This is this is what the... We were talking about forklifts for a while. Where is my phone? Oh, there's my phone. Okay. I want to I want to look at some portions of this debate, because this has been on my mind. I'm going to be real. Um, let's see. So... I asked, hey, what's a quaver? Because someone referenced the chip called a quaver. And they're like, oh, in music or in uh, or in crisps? Because, you know, she's British. And I said, oh, uh, I, meant the, I meant the crisps. Because, you know, might as well conform, stoop down to their level. And then I'm like, also, I'm kind of curious about the music one. Isn't that like your name for a note or something like that? And... She, and she's like, "Yeah, do you have different names?" I'm like, "Yeah, we have the the fourth note, not fourth note, sorry, the quarter note, the eighth note. I guess fourth note isn't wrong, but whatever, quarter note, eighth note, that sort of thing. It's very four four centric, but you can translate it into any other time signature as long as you can do basic math, right?" And she and she's like, "Dot dot dot. Interesting. The more you know, I'm like." Don't you have like semi quavers and stuff? And she's like, yeah, there's some simpler variations. I'm like, oh, so you're going to tell me some nice and easy words. And then I said, okay, and let me put it this way in 4 4 time, what gets the beat? Because it's supposed to be a quarter note. And she goes, a crotchet. And I'm like, are, are you swearing at me? <laughs> um, and she sends me a list of names and I just see, semi-breathe, minim, crotchet, quaver. I'm like, I have so many new slurs for British people. Oh, darn, I hate playing the low brass line. Only semi-breathes for half the piece. And she was like, yeah, I think I prefer the traditional naming. So I'm like, but this makes so much more sense. Yeah, you know what else is traditional? A mile. A mile's traditional, but that doesn't mean it makes sense or that we should use it. And just... She's like, yeah, the names are pretty much for when the from when the notes were designed. And I'm like, and she's like, it's a Latin naming system. It makes some sense. I'm like, yeah, well, numbers are an Arabic naming system, so and that makes perfect sense. Uh, you don't have to know you have to know Latin for the Latin ones to make sense. You don't have to know Arabic for numbers to make sense. 
And I'm just like, a sixteenth is smaller than an eighth, so it's shorter. <sighs> and then, like, the conversation sort of devolved from there because we were talking about Arabic numbering. But I am just so mad. I am so mad that just British English in general upsets me but like and like i enjoy their accents i love british accents they bring me no end of joy and but god quavers and crotchets this is i am so mad right now and i've i think i've covered uh, in many quite a few episodes ago what they did to the boat things as well how instead of like port and starboard you know like a pirate ship or any other ship really really yeah if you say if you go on any ship they'll be like all right everyone uh, uh we're we're gonna i don't know there's a rock over at port you know we all know what that means at least if you're on a if you're on a ship and in rowboats i know because my coach is british and insists upon using the british terms it's like all right stroke side and we're like what and he said yeah there's stroke and bow side and we're like it's port and starboard and it's just oh i'm so i'm so tired okay i need i need to say i need to say a jo- i need to say a joke what do, i'm going to find some good forklift jokes um forklift jokes 10 funniest forklift jokes and puns from angusliftrucks.co.uk all right british humor coming in what do you call a forklift that lifts pigs? A porklift. Oh, that was that hurt me to say. People say you can't raise a child in a warehouse, but so far, my forklift works fine. Dad, how do I pick up girls? You can borrow my forklift. God, this is... Okay, I can't do this. I can't do this. Um. All right. It's let's wind down a moment. How do you pick up girls? Uh, there's lots of ways, but I don't know. Just try not being incompetent at social situations. <laughs> okay, that was that was rude. No, I I don't know. The first step is is talk to girls. If you want to, if you want to pick up girls, the first step, (coughs) excuse me, the first step is to talk to them. The second step is to talk to them successfully. And some of it's finding the right person. Because there are some people you just aren't going to jive with. You aren't going to, you aren't going to gel with. You aren't going to vibe with, you know, but first step is to violently cough. Yeah, that I found that always works. It garners sympathy, you know, no, but just. I don't know. Be yourself. If that doesn't work, be me. And yeah, that's about all I have to say on women. Uh, okay. So let's say the song has been in my mind all episode. And the song that's been in my mind all episode is one that I just recently heard for the first time, actually. Um, and apparently I knit. Oh, let me actually add it to my playlist because I just realized I haven't done that. Uh, anyway, so this is one that some of you may have heard. It's by a lovely person named MXM Tune called Prom Dress. Um, I've never heard this one before today, but I heard it like just 10, 15 minutes before I started this. 
Um, the song I had heard before that is I listened to the entire Fallen Kingdom quadrilogy, which is also incredible. So I really recommend both of those, actually. Um, is it old? Hold on. Prom Dress MXM Tune. When did it come out? Is that really old? It's 2019. That is not old. I'm not that far behind right now. Okay? I knew one MXM Tune song, and it was Fever Dream, okay? So, like, stop it. I'm not uncultured. I just don't listen to MXM Tune. <sighs> I just... Oh, oi. Alright. What do you mean I'm seeing black and white? I'm not old. It's... 2019 is not that old. It's just a couple years ago. I, oh my, I am in pain. Okay, so we went from forklifts to how awful the British naming of notes are. And now we're berating my music. Like, we're berating my lack of culture when it comes to specifically MXM tune. Well, you know what? After this, what I'm going to do, uh, do we have a music bot in the Discord? Which you can join through the link in the description, yada yada. Um, let me let me see if we have a music bot in there. I think I put one in there. And I'm just going to join it after this episode. And anyone who wants to play me music so that I get more cultured can do so. Uh, okay, I need to update what music bot's in there. Because uh, rhythm no longer works. Um, but... Okay, I am I'm done being berated in the chat. We're already ten minutes over. Um nice to see that Mystic Chick has actually popped in. Um You know, if you were part of my Discord, you'd get notified whenever I started an episode. But hey, I'm not here to judge. Yeah, yeah, Drake's Drake's fine. Drake's nice. I like Drake. I don't know many Drake songs, but I like Drake. Drake's music is nice. I don't know. I listen to, like... I listen to a lot of things. I was on a big Gorillaz kick for a little while. Um, but I listen to a whole bunch of stuff. So, like... I'm trying, okay? <sighs> sure. Anyway, after this episode, I'll be in that Discord thing, and anyone who wants to play me music can. That's what we'll do. Anyway, I'm going to end this episode just because I am I'm so tired right now. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I will catch you all next time. Goodbye.